Hey everyone, Christy McClellan here, and I want to invite you to a brand new event from Lifeway Women called Feast. At this event, you'll be invited to feast on God's Word by studying the Bible in its historical, cultural context. We're going to get to know the Bible in its world, in its native habitat, text, and context. You'll experience teaching, worship led by my 25-year friend, Laura Cooksey, and fellowship with other women around the world. Come and learn with me that the living God is better than we ever knew. Visit LifeWay.com slash Feast to learn more. This is the Mark Podcast from LifeWay Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. Hello, and welcome to the Mark Podcast. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Kelly. We are super excited because we are actually recording this live with a socially distanced audience, and we're super excited about that. I know. We get an audience, and we get to be in the same room, which hasn't happened in several months, so it's fun. I know. And um, we are at the Lifeway Women's Leadership Forum, which we have talked about several times on the podcast. It's one of our favorite events of the year, and we were so thankful to be able to have it in a safe way, um, and for so many people to be joining us online as well as in person, um, because we had to limit that, which you know, it's worked out great. And we are so thankful to be able to do that. But today we are recording a marked podcast. That's right. That's right. And we have two of our friends here from two of our Southern Baptist seminaries. And so I'm excited for you to get to meet them. And we're going to talk about the importance of theological education. So this is Dr. Julia Higgins and Dr. Emily Dean. So um, I'm going to use your first name because we're friends. We're all friends in here, even though we know that you have earned the doctorate you know, name. Um, but Julia, I'm going to have you just tell us a little bit about you and your ministry there at Southeastern. Yeah, so I live in the Raleigh-Durham area uh, in North Carolina, and I'm a professor at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. I uh, teach in classes that deal with ministry to women. We have a few degrees there that you can get in ministry to women. So I serve mainly just serve the students there, teaching them, mentoring them, uh, growing in friendship with them, and also serve as the Associate Dean of Graduate Program Administration. So I get to sit at the table with leaders of the seminary and, um, you know, speak into things that are being decided there as well. That's awesome. All right, Emily, tell us a little bit about New Orleans and you. Let's, let's, we just want to hear about you right now. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Emily Dean, and I serve in the New Orleans area at New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary and Level College, and I serve as assistant professor of ministry to women there, and so it is just my joy to get to teach and support and encourage a lot of our ladies um, just to prepare for the, the calling that God has on their lives. Awesome. And we're, we had y'all here to talk about seminary or theological education. So what can women expect from a theological education? 
I'd say um, one thing you can expect is just for it to be a life-changing experience. Uh, when I look back on my time, you know, uh, 15, 20 years ago attending seminary, it was just uh, a time where the Lord took the, the discipleship that I'd had in the local church and just took it to a whole new level. It was like a deeper dive into understanding the person of God, um, being filled with the Spirit and seeking to engage in evangelism. And so the Lord just used that time to to really um, form me into uh, the person I am today. And so you can expect to be changed by the Lord through the process of seminary and also to meet uh, really great friends, friends that you attend with in class as well as professors who, um, who you build relationships with for life. Yeah, and I would echo that, just that um, you get the opportunity to meet multiple generations of women, women from all different backgrounds and uh, stages of life. And so that's, I think, important to know that the theological education is really accessible for for all women. Uh, Even my mom recently, she retired, and she found herself uh, leading the women's ministry at her church. And she said, I just want to know more. I just want to know. So uh, she started taking some classes and started... uh, enjoy it, really enjoying what she was learning. I think about it like putting tools in your toolbox, whether you're a power tools DIY kind of girl, or you're kind of like me and maybe kitchen tools are a little more your speed. You know, you just, we all need those tools. And sometimes it's tools you didn't even know you needed, right? So um, theological education can really give you just tool, better tools to prepare you to serve in, in whatever capacity God calls you. That's such a great kind of metaphor too, because we do understand that we need tools. And even when we talk about Bible study, things like that, there's a lot of options at seminary. And so I think sometimes in our heads, we get this, you know, kind of idea of what it's going to be. So tell us all the different kinds of options that a theological education provides. Um, the options are endless. So we have at Southeastern and, and all of our Southern Baptist seminaries, we have undergraduate graduate and postgraduate degrees. And so well, we teach and ministry to women, but if you look at, at the s- different seminaries, there's all different types of degrees. Um, so I talk to, to young women, older women, uh, women just, you know, wives and mothers who are busy and they're looking for um, just growing deeper in the things of the faith. And so you can see that that when you look at our website, that there's just all different types of degrees, ministry leadership, um, degrees in Old Testament and New Testament, or looking at the languages. It's just dependent upon how God fashioned you and the interests that you have. And there's um, all different types of degrees. Go ahead, Emily. Tell us what you, you know, kind of the options you've seen. Yeah, I, I would agree that there's there's lots of different options, um, biblical studies, theological studies, just kind of whatever um, you're interested in. We have some great options in counseling degrees. Uh, we, we know we've seen a really high demand for that, a need for that, especially in these times. And so uh, there's just a variety of options available, um, and we're just grateful to be able to serve in that way. Well, and something we didn't mention, but it is an option. A lot of times I think we have this perception that you have to be on campus. And there's a lot of online degrees that you all offer as well. So, you know, if you if you think, well, I don't live in New Orleans or I don't live in North Carolina, you know, that's going to be hard. There's a lot of different types of options there too. So maybe, Julie, talk about even the hybrid options, some of the things that you do. Yeah, so the hybrid option really is where you do a class um, partly online. So for instance, I teach hybrid classes that are last from 
like six weeks online. And then you come to campus and you're there for two or three days. And it's like a Thursday through Saturday. And you get to meet your professors and we have all kinds of events. We even have like a a chapel service for those hybrid students so that they really get the feel of what it's like to be on campus and to be a residential student. Um, Also, we we have fully online. So these online classes last for 14 weeks um, where you watch lectures and then you do assigned reading and things like that. One of the things we've added during COVID that has helped us to be better educators with online learning is um, we've incorporated Zoom calls. So like one of my students is here in the audience and and I see her every Monday on a Zoom call uh, in an online class. And so we're, we're finding ways to connect with one another, even in the online learning. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that just makes it so accessible. And I'm grateful for all of the options that we're able to offer um, because wherever you find yourself, whatever space in life you're at, um, there there's options available for you. Yeah, and kind of talk a little bit about like what are some of the core classes that like every woman would have no matter what her degree specialty is in or anything like that. Because I know there are some of those like core classes like We all had them in college as well. Like everybody has to take, you know, English 101 or whatever. So what are some of the core classes? And then as well as like, and you've talked a little bit about this, but some of the options for women who maybe, like we tend to think of women in seminary just going to be women's ministry leaders. And there's so many other options like you've mentioned before. So what are some of those things? And and maybe like some of the exciting classes that you might get to take. Um, well, you would basically, some of the core classes would be some of your uh, introduction to New Testament and Old Testament, where we really take an in-depth look through through all of Scripture. And then uh, some theology classes, systematic theology, uh, some hermeneutics, that just kind of gives you the tools for just knowing how to approach the study of Scripture. Um, and then depending on what degree you choose, there may be some, uh, some history of Christianity type classes. Um, there's lots of applied ministry, maybe some counseling classes and different things like that. Yeah, um, so we have the same type core. And I'm glad you brought up the core because you can enroll and not really know what area, what what major you would want to be in. And so you can start with the core classes and take those. Um, in addition, things that Emily didn't mention, we, we also have like a leadership class, a personal discipleship and disciple making class, evangelism. We even have a practicum class that's a part of the core where you go and serve in a local church and you have a mentor who um, is giving you oversight and you get credit for that as well as a part of the core. Okay, I'm going to ask you, this was not on our list of questions, but I'd like to know, what is your favorite class that you ever took at seminary, and what is your favorite class to teach at seminary? I think mine would be the same, the one that I took and then the one that I teach. Um, So basically, Bible exposition. I love teaching the Bible. I figured that out when I was um, just a college student and I got asked in my local church to teach a sixth grade girls class. I realized I loved teaching the Bible, but I had no idea what I was doing. Um, So the Lord had gifted me with that gift, but I just needed more training to really hone that skill. And so when I went to seminary, that was my most terrifying yet most favorite class because we had to stand up and teach a lot and get that practice in with our professor. And so now I teach that to women. 
All right, Emily. You. I would say my favorite class in seminary, I actually took a class called Death, Loss, and Grief. And it was really, I think, primarily because of the professor and just the way that she uh, helped us explore how to walk with people through that journey. Um, and then my favorite class to teach, I, I teach some in educational foundations area as well. And so I, I teach a, an educational philosophy class, foundations in Christian education often. I really enjoy that. So I want to take those classes. I mean, like, there's a lot of things that you think. Those sound like fun classes to take. Yes. Ellie, did you have a favorite that you've taken in um, seminary? A favorite class that I took? Well, I will say one of the hardest ones I took was, and I took it in a very short period of time, um, it was an eight-week class on hermeneutics. Don't ever take a hermeneutics class in eight weeks. It'll kill you um, because I was taking six other hours. I was really surprised at just... Um, the amount I enjoyed just my theology classes, because I think I thought it was going to be really like philosophical, and I was really nervous about that. And then when I got into it, I was like, well, I've been learning these things all of my life, and these confirm the things that I've been taught, but now I know how to put kind of the handles on it. So that was, that was really good for me. What about you? I think mine, so my um, emphasis was uh, biblical counseling. And I want to say, I don't even know the title of the class, unfortunately, but it was just like basics of biblical counseling. And so we just kind of went through like just typical scenarios that you would encounter in counseling. And um, it also like everything like led to scripture and it was, it was beautiful and I loved it. And I grew a lot, like y'all were talking about, like personally just in that class. And so um, that would be my favorite. And I think even just the, the practical things and the camaraderie of learning and the challenge that you guys have talked about. Now, I know there's a lot of women here in the room and even online that are, their role and their calling has been to minister to women. So let's talk specifically about what your, you know, what your seminaries are offering just for that. Sure. Um, we offer a Master of Divinity and a Master of Arts uh, in Christian education where you're in, you can focus in on women's ministry leadership. That would be your specialization. Um, and then we also offer uh, a couple of shorter degrees. There are just 36 hours, a Master of Arts in Discipleship and a Master of Arts in Ministry Leadership. And you can kind of focus your, your elective classes in ministry to women there. Um, and then also on the, the undergraduate side, we in our Bachelor of Arts in Christian Ministry, you can kind of focus some of those core elective classes in ministry to women. And we offer a graduate and an undergraduate certificate in women's ministry leadership. But we have some exciting things coming up for uh, next year. So we have a website, prepareher.com. So be sure to stay tuned uh, to that website. You can sign up and get our latest email updates and, and find out what's more to come. Uh, We offer several things as well. We have a graduate certificate. So that's just four classes that are specific in ministry to women. And so you can kind of get your feet wet. You can get involved in taking those classes. And then if you really love them and you say, hey, I want to, I do want to do a master of arts in ministry to women, then those classes will transfer directly into that degree. So we do offer the master of arts in ministry to women. And we've made it really accessible where people don't even have to move to Wake Forest to attend. Uh, is fully online with the hybrid option. Uh, and then we have the MDiv in ministry to women. And so often have students who enroll in the MA and then they wonder, well, what's the difference and should I switch over? And basically the MDiv is gonna uh, 
increase your ability just in, in biblical languages as well as, as a few other uh, theology classes. And so that just takes you to another level. We also offer a doctor of ministry in ministry to women. So if you're wanting just a, if you've been to seminary before, you have a master's degree and you're wanting to also grow in that area in the church, uh, we offer that. And, um, and so those are a few of the things. We also have an MA in biblical uh, counseling with ministry to women. So we, we found that ministry women students really are longing for insight into biblical counseling. And so we took those two majors and paired them together. Yes, I love that. I love all the different options. And I know I did like a hybrid, like you were saying, where I was mostly online, but went to campus a couple of times. And I went to the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. I was like, what are the initials again? <laughs> Which order are they in? Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. So um, there are lots of options for everybody. And um, that's so great to hear because I think it's, I think we forget like, and we think about seminary as like this, you know, thing that you do if you're just like super spiritual and you have this high calling. And I've said before on the podcast a while back that I just kind of didn't have anything better to do and was like, why not seminary? And so I'm kind of surprised they let me in, but they did let me in. And it was life-changing, like you said. And so I'm so thankful for that. And one of the questions that we always ask on our podcast, um, because it's the Mark podcast, we ask, what has marked you? So what about your theological education has marked you? I would say one word, dependence, just dependence upon the Lord for the next step. So when I went to seminary, I really didn't know what it was going to end up being. I didn't know when I graduated what I would do with that degree in particular. So just dependence on the Lord. He always opened the doors for the next step. I served in local churches and then served at a seminary. And so you never know just that radical obedience and depending upon the Lord where he's going to take you. I would say what has marked me in my educational journey is support, the support that I have received from all of the faculty um, at the at the seminary where I now serve. I also studied there. And as a student, I just was so grateful for the professors who invested in me and who just really poured into me and encouraged me to keep going <laughs> when, you know, when it got a little tough. And, uh, you you know, again, I was like you, Julia, I really wasn't sure what I was doing there or what God was going to do with that. I just knew that he had led me in that direction and I was following those steps of faith and obedience, but God just provided tremendous support. And so my experiences uh, as a seminary student were overwhelmingly positive because of the support and encouragement I received from our faculty. Okay, so if women want to find out more information about either one of your seminaries, give them the website real quickly. So Emily, New Orleans is prepareher.com. Okay, so prepareher.com. And Southeastern's is, is sebts.edu. And you can explore all of our degree options there. Yeah. So, and there's, there's not a, there's not a little track for men, not a little track for women. Like there, I mean, you can do ministry to women, but there's also just this wide range of things that people can study. So thank you so much for being part of the Mark podcast today. And we do want to encourage both of you in, in here in the room and those of you online or whenever you hear this to start subscribing to the Mark podcast. And um, we're going to be doing our podcast every single week. And so we're excited about doing that together, aren't we, Elizabeth? Yes, we'll take a short break for December, but then after that, we, we're excited to ramp back up. That's right. Well, thanks for joining us for the Mark Podcast, and we hope to have you back next week. Thanks so much for listening. 
If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag MarkedPodcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifeWayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time. Home should be a place where we feel at peace, where we can be ourselves, where we feel loved. For a lot of us, though, home is a place of heartache, hurt, and loneliness. As believers, Christ promises us an eternal home. But what does that actually look like? And how do we deal with our current homesickness? I recently wrote a Bible study called Come Home for Women, and I'm so excited that Come Home will also be available for teen girls. It's perfect for small groups, helps girls answer important questions, and gives us a richer understanding of what kind of home God's building for us. The release date for Come Home for Teen Girls is August 1st, but you can pre-order it now at lifeway.com slash come home. Don't miss out on this opportunity to help girls belong and be loved. Again, you can pre-order it today at lifeway.com slash come home.